What up, yo? It's Mark Shanip with the Fantasy Knockout Fantasy Football Show. Today is Tuesday, October 13th, episode number 126. And I am excited for today's show. It's the week six waiver wire. Who are we looking at this week? What's the flavor of the week for quarterback and defense? Uh, you can follow the show. We're on Twitter at Fantasy Knockout. We're also on Instagram at Fantasy underscore Knockout. League check. How'd you guys do this week? Did you dominate your opponent? Did you squeak out a win? Or do you still have guys left to go? Because there is a Tuesday night football game. All right, so my money league. Well, you know, there's like I said, there's still a game to be played on Tuesday. I have a 23.5 point lead, and my opponent still has two guys on Buffalo. He's got Devin Singletary and the Buffalo defense. I should be able to squeak out that win. Um, then the listener league, I'm down 17 points. And I got New Orleans defense that I'm starting Monday or that I started Monday night. And I have a flex choice of Traquan Smith, Latavius Murray, or AJ Brown. Hopefully I make the right decision. We'll see. Announcements. So I want to give a congratulations. We have the hashtag knockout giveaway winner of the signed Kenny Galladay jersey. And that winner is. Congratulations, Tim E. from Texas. You got a brand new Kenny Galladay jersey. This thing is looking awesome. Are you guys looking for accurate rankings or have a question for the show? You can do all these things at FantasyKnockout.com for all your fantasy football needs. The good. The bad. The ugly. The good of the week. All right, so wide receiver Chase Claypool from Pittsburgh. He went off, had a monster game. Six yards rushing, one rushing touchdown, seven receptions for 110 yards, three touchdowns for 39.1 points. Wide receiver Brandon Cooks out of Houston. He had eight receptions for 161 yards and a touchdown for 26.1 points. Wide receiver Adam Thielen out of Minnesota. He had a game. Uh, nine receptions, 80 yards, and two touchdowns for 24.8 points. And then the counterpart in that same game, wide receiver DK Metcalf out of Seattle. He had six receptions for 93 yards, two touchdowns for 24.3 points. Running back Todd Gurley out of Atlanta. He had a great game against Carolina. 121 yards, one touchdown, four receptions, 29 yards for 23 points. And then running back Miles Sanders from the Eagles. He went off on Philly. He had 80 yards rushing, two rushing touchdowns, two receptions for 19 yards for 22.9 points. Now the bad and the ugly. Wide receiver Tyler Lockett out of Seattle. He didn't live up to expectations this week. He was projected for 14.8 points. Came up with 6.4. Tight end George Kittle out of San Francisco. He was projected for 14 points. Came up with 6.4. I mean, you'll take it for tight end points, but still, you would expect more. Uh, wide receiver Amari Cooper, I mean, Amari Cooper out of Dallas. He was projected for 13.8 points. He came up with 3.1. Did not get it done. That consistency just went away this week. Wide receiver Terry McLaurin out of Washington. He was projected for 13.5 points. Came up with 4.1. And then wide receiver DJ Chark. He was projected for 13 points. Especially having a monster week with 20 plus points last week. He showed up with 3.1. Ready to talk some news?
News with views. All right, running back Dalvin Cook out of Minnesota. His coach, Mike Zimmer, said the MRI, it went pretty well, and that they will see how he does in practice this week. So if you were not sure what happened, Cook suffered an apparent groin injury to start the third quarter in Sunday night's game. Um, Alexander Madison, he is a must-own, so we will talk about him later in the show. Uh, quarterback Philip Rivers out of Indianapolis. His coach, Frank Wright, was asked about considering sitting Rivers. Here's the quote. No consideration for that. Um, my opinion is Indy should probably go make a trade for Sam Darnold. See if they can get him on the cheap or something like that. Just a thought. Um, then the Tennessee Titans. This is good news. No or reported no new positive COVID tests as far as Sunday's round of testing. So that's good. That game still seems like it's on point for Tuesday night. Let's move on. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Main event. All right, so there is no Thursday night game. That game has been rescheduled because of the COVID issues, and uh, that game was the Buffalo-Kansas City. That is now moved to a Monday night, so we have a Monday night doubleheader this week. No Thursday night game. Teams on by this week. We have the Seattle Seahawks, the Los Angeles Chargers, New Orleans Saints, and the Las Vegas Raiders. So make sure you get those players out of your slots. Get them on your bench. Also, drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> drop it like it's hot. Check to see who your league mates dropped. You'd be surprised what they drop in a panic, especially with all this uh, the uh, scheduling changes and um, upcoming buys that are that are happening. So, see who's out there. You can snag some pretty good quality players. All right. So, there's one quarterback that is kind of a must own. Dak Prescott. He suffered a uh, um, <laughs> a broken ankle. Um, dislocated ankle. It's very, very sad. Unfortunately, he is going to be out for the season. So his backup is Andy Dalton from Dallas. He's about 3% owned. He is worth a pickup. Play this week if you need a quarterback. Also, stash him for the remainder of the season. He should do fairly well. Tight ends to uh, to pick up. Trey Burton at Indianapolis. I know I've been touting this Mo Alley Cox. Well, now, now that Burton's back, it looks like Burton's the guy there. They just don't trust Cox anymore. Uh, Burton's about 1% owned. You can pick up Drew Sample out of Cincinnati. He's about 4% owned if you need uh, another option. But my favorite pickup for the week for tight end is Eric Ebron out of Pittsburgh. He's about 53% owned, so he might not be owned in your or he might be owned in your league. Uh, but double check, he's got a nice matchup this week as well. Uh, running backs to pick up, not much here, but just double check. See if Alexander Madison out of Minnesota is available. He's about 40% owned with the Dalvin Cook injury. We don't know how long Cook will be miss, but if Cook is going to miss some time, Alex uh, Alexander is going to get a bulk uh, lion's share of the carries. And then also Justin Jackson out of the Los Angeles Chargers. He's about 43% owned. See if he's available. These guys are not bad uh, stashes for running back options especially in such a running back needy uh, uh, year. Uh, Wideouts to pick up the hottest waiver wire pickup this week, I imagine, is going to be Chase Claypool out of Pittsburgh. He's about 16% owned. Um, I think a lot of that projection was with, uh, production was with uh, uh, Deontay Johnson being hurt. You know, he had the back injury. Basically, he was just bent in half. Um, I think he took advantage of more 
opportunity. So Claypool's definitely a talent to own. I would try to get him on my team and stash him and see what uh, develops through the year. But it's going to be a hard one because I don't know if he will produce like that every week. Uh, another guy to pick up, I've been saying it for a couple weeks now, is Alshon Jeffrey out of Philadelphia. He's about 18% owned. He's probably going to be, in the next week or so, he'll be ready to play. And Wentz definitely needs help on the receiver side. Uh, Mike Williams out of the Chargers. I know he's got a bye week, uh, but he's 39% owned. He might get dropped this week. Um, he should be back as well. Brandon Cooks out of Houston. He had the great game. He's about 44% owned. See if there's anything left there. Uh, and then Christian Kirk out of Arizona. I like that one as well. He's about 34% owned. He's getting better situated in his role there in Arizona. All right, let's talk some buy, sell, and hold. All right, so there's a receiver I am buying right now, and his name is T. Higgins out of Cincinnati. He's now played more snaps, run more routes, seen more targets, and reported more production than A.J. Green over the last three weeks. We figured that Higgins would eventually be Green's replacement, but it's taken a lot less time than anticipated. Um, It was a tough game against the Ravens, but it presents you with an opportunity to buy low on the Bengals' number two receiver. Um, I'm also going to try to buy uh, running back. I got this is running back. He's a quarterback. Lamar Jackson out of Baltimore. There are some frustrated managers asking if they should deal Jackson. Uh, this is happening because those managers spent a second or third round pick on Jackson this year, and they're lacking depth at running back or wide receiver. This is your chance to pounce on an elite quarterback. He missed practice twice this week uh, with a knee issue, limiting his rushing upside, which is why his week five numbers were lacking. Um, He'll bounce back strong, and you'll be happy you bought bought low on him. Buy wide receiver Robbie Anderson out of Carolina. You might have a tainted view of Anderson. I know I do. Uh, But we need to get past that and understand that what we're buying. It's a new situation with a new quarterback and a new offense. And Anderson was signed as a free agent with a clear role in Joe Brady's offense. And it's led to him being the number one receiver through five weeks. He has more targets, more receptions, and more yards than DJ Moore. Though we're hesitant to completely buy in. Why? Um, He has eight plus targets in four of the five games, presenting a stable floor. Even if you like Moore better than Anderson going forward, the gap is next to nothing. Alright, a wide receiver to sell. I'm going to sell Julio Jones out of Atlanta. Something that Jones will return next week and be the same player we were used to for the last decade or so. I'm not one of them. His hamstring injury has been lingering since the start of the season, and playing through it has resulted in re-aggravation twice. Uh, The Falcons just fired their head coach after starting 0-5, so there is not really a rush to get him back on the field. Um, He's someone I'd be willing to sell at a slight discount just to rid myself of this risk. And then another receiver I'm going to sell is wide receiver Mike Evans out of Tampa Bay. Evans has averaged just 54.2 yards per game on the season, which isn't great considering that Chris Godwin has been out for three of those five games. Though the six touchdowns he scored has helped mask the lack of yardage, unless you think Brady's going to continue to post a 6.1% touchdown rate, which is pretty rough or pretty hard to do, Evans is likely going to come back down to earth. 
And then the player to hold this week, I'm going to hold running back Todd Gurley out of Atlanta. I know I said sell him a couple weeks ago. Um, I'm going to hold on to him. Yes, they just played the Panthers. Yes, it seems like a great opportunity to sell high. While I somewhat agree with that, I need to remind you that he's going to be playing against the Vikings, the Lions, and the Panthers again over the next three weeks. There's going to be another opportunity to sell high on Gurley. So my advice right now would be to hold through this heart of bye weeks that is going to happen. If you can get a good offer for him, definitely sell him, flip him. Um, otherwise, like I said, just, just hold on to him for now. Flavor of the week, quarterback, streamers that I'm looking forward to. We talked about him in the, the waiver wire section. Andy Dalton out of Dallas. He's got Arizona this week. He's only 3% owned. He gets to replace Dak. Um, and he looks solid doing so in that last quarter of the Giants game. Um, he's got a lot of weapons. Way more upgraded than he ever had there in Cincinnati. And he should be a nice addition for the rest of the season. Uh, next is Gardner Minshew out of Jacksonville. He's got Detroit this weekend, uh, 51% owned. He's got a nice matchup. He's put up at least 19.8 points in four or five games. He's averaging two, 287 yards and two touchdowns, so that's not a bad play. And then my other stream of the week is Kirk Cousins out of Minnesota. He's got Atlanta this week. Uh, Cousins is about 32% owned. Um, I know he was somewhat disappointing against Seattle. I thought he would have done better there. But now he faces the best matchup of the week, and he should be without Dalvin Cook. So maybe they'll have to throw a little bit more. All right, some streaming defenses. The Los Angeles Chargers, they got the New York Jets. They're 30, 38% owned. I'm going to stay true to this uh, stream against the Jets. And then the New York Football Giants. I know it's ugly. They're, they got Washington this week, and they're 1% owned. So they are out there. Again, it is ugly. But with Washington not really knowing who their quarterback is, I'm going to take this nice matchup. Well, that's going to wrap it up for today. The next show is week six, start and sit. I want to say thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe. Whatever platform you're on, leave a rating and review. All right. Till next time. See ya. See ya.